What's happening, fam? It's your boy Sherrod, and welcome to another podcast episode of Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks. For each episode, I have a conversation. I go behind the scenes to talk to individuals like you and I that are making impact with their influence and making change happen in the places around us. My goal is to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, give you everything that you need, the faith, the fuel, the ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, and I'm so glad to be back with you again this week. And as promised, it's the month of August, and so I'm sharing the podcast conversations, the interviews that we promised throughout the month of August. And to kick things off in the month of August, I have sat down with um, Pastor Bryson Baylor. Now listen, this conversation actually was recorded... um, last year, just before the year ended, when I was in New York City. And so I got a chance to do a second interview with Pastor Bryson, and I'm sharing that with you today. In this conversation, we talked about uh, entrepreneurship. We talked about how uh, church uh, views entrepreneurship, how pastors can be both. We talked about all those things. And I thought this would be a fitting time to share that conversation and why it's necessary to have um, kingdom-minded, integral entrepreneurship from leaders and church members. Uh, recently, the church took a blow, as as I would say, in the public opinion view, especially the black church. Recently, there was a robbery that took place in Brooklyn, New York, and it has gone viral. It's been on social media about a pastor or a bishop, I should say, who um, was robbed at gunpoint right during a live stream. And it is alleged that the jewelry that was stolen was worth close to a million or half a million dollars. I don't really know the dollar amount or nor has it been confirmed the dollar amount, but there was a lot of jewelry that was stolen during that time that raised a lot of questions. So many questions. Matter of fact, there's all kinds of questions that have been raised since this robbery. But the main question that many people who are probably outside the church, um, some people that sit inside the church, the question is, how is this pastor accumulating this level of wealth? And it is perceived, let's just speak how it is perceived, that as a pastor, based upon our traditional views, we see the pastor taking money from the congregants. And so many people's eyes are twisted and crooked and are looking at this individual potentially, right, as what is he doing to accumulate his money. After many interviews and discussions, he has spoken and he has suggested that the money that he has accumulated has come from businesses and none of the money that he obtains comes from the church. Now, I I'm, again, this conversation that we're sharing, nor the the question, uh, the the point that I'm bringing now, is here to make any judgment because again, we're not the judges in this case. Neither is this conversation that we're having with Pastor Bryson even about this conversation. This just brought me to think about how can pastors be entrepreneurs, right? How can they still be entrepreneurs? Is that possible? And if it is possible, how can they do it in a way where it's not perceived in the public? Of course, the public does have an opinion. How is it perceived in the public that a pastor can steal pastor and have other uh, business adventures, especially if he's not taking a salary from the church? So we have so many questions based upon that recent activity and that recent event that took place based upon that event. But again, we're not here to discuss that here today. We just wanted to spark a conversation and really to discuss 
can the church move past this stigma that they can't be prosperous, they can't have money, they can't be involved in business, all of these different things that come up. Um, so we're going to discuss that today. So let's get right to this conversation with um, my good pastor friend, uh, Pastor Bryson Baylor, right here on Behind the Grind. Let's get it. Today, my buddy, Pastor Bryson Baylor, and today we're going to chop it up today. How you feeling, man? Man, bro, I'm great. Good to be in the grind seat, and I'm just excited, man. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, uh, feeling great. You feeling great? Feeling great. You know what? The last time we talked, we were talking about uh, several different things, which I thought was a great conversation. You guys got a chance to listen in on some things, and I thought it was very good just to kind of see where people are coming from and different perspectives. But today, I want to just kind of drill in, and I just want to talk to you. You're 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 an interesting individual to me, right? You're a pastor, yes. right? You're doing kingdom work here in New York. We kind of talked about mm-hmm. that. But also you uh, deal with business, you deal with entrepreneurship, yeah. you deal with uh, consulting people, you mm-hmm. deal with marketing. And so I want to really talk about that, uh, how these two worlds intersect. If you don't mind, let's talk a little bit of that. When, when, you, when that comes to your mind and, and when we're talking about that, what, what comes to mind and how do you do that? How do you balance business and, and, sure. and how does this come together? Well, I think uh, it's a tremendous thing and I think it's the, it's the time of the age. You know, every... People call it the age of Aquarius or whatever, but I really feel like God has seasons and times that he moves and operates in, right? Okay. Um, and I think this is one, this is the age of influence. Ah. And I think that this is something that we've been kind of, you know, prophetically declaring for several years now, that this is a time where it is expressly necessary for the church to be able to step up and to impact and to create a, a, a specific outcome yeah. in the earth beyond yeah. just, you know, we're going to heaven and we're going to live right. Right. And so when I think about business, I think about, um, you know, that I think that it, it requires our ability to be fruitful. Now, here's the thing, Sherry. Like, mm-hmm. I wrote a book, right, about a decade ago. It's called The Spirit of Wealth, yeah. um, the, the Secrets of uh, the Next Dimension of Prosperity, right? And the whole point of it is defining that wealth from a biblical perspective is based on fruitfulness, mm. right? I think God looks at wealth not so much as in the bank account, mm-hmm. but is in the degree of fruitfulness manifested. Mm. This is the very first principle that God gives when he blesses. He said, and God blessed man, and he said in Genesis 128, be fruitful and multiply. multiply. Yeah. Fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the, and rule over the fish, the birds of the sky, all that stuff, right? Mm. So fruitfulness is what we were made for. And fruitfulness is good, but fruitfulness without distribution is futile. Okay. And when we talk about distributing fruit, I'm talking about how do you get what you were born to do out? Yeah. How do you get it to where you can impact the culture? Yeah. If this is the age of influence, if this if God says those who bear much fruit prove to be my disciples, Jesus yeah. said that in John 15. If that's the case, then how do we do that? And I think this is where entrepreneurship comes in. Mm. This is where the business of how do we um, expose and release our fruit to culture and society so that, one, we can produce a harvest both for ourselves and our well-being while at the same time reflecting kingdom, glory, and outcomes. 
Oh man, that, I think that's I, I think you're hitting the, the the nail on the head right there when you, you you talk about the age that we're coming into. I think that is very clear. I think there was a day where you know we we kind of kind of shunned away, maybe not really shunned away, but it wasn't a thing, a conversation, or a topic talked about in church, right? Yeah. You, you, the pastor didn't get up and and he may not have known much about uh, entrepreneurship or starting business, but it's almost now necessary for leaders. If they don't, if they don't know how to speak it, maybe bringing in individuals that can talk to their members because it's helping them to be that, what you describe to be fruitful and to, to multiply. And then just the day we're in, there is the streams of income that is necessary for individuals. Now I'm not saying everybody has to have a business, but everyone should consider that in the day that we're approaching. We just came out of this COVID thing that has really exposed a lot of us and what we rely on and the systems that we rely on. Obviously, if you're relying on um, one source of income being your employer, nothing wrong with that per se, but at the same time, what we've seen just like that, Things can be disrupted. Yeah. Things can be impacted. You've gone from never having to stand in an unemployment line to standing in an unemployment line yeah. to collect a check potentially or hoping that your employer does not lay you off right. during this time. Talk or talk to the listeners there that are uh, maybe have already started a business but not having done much with it or maybe are considering a business. Talk to that person why it may be necessary for them to push forward and do that thing. Sure. I, I would say this, that the most important thing that you can have is awareness of why God has you doing this. I think yeah, beyond true. the mm-hmm. money, because mm-hmm. most of us are looking at it from a strictly, from a, I need a, you outcome. know, something. Yeah. yeah, I need something to pay my bills. Yeah. Right. With In my destiny's child voice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um or was that TLC? No, I don't know. Was that was that okay, you're, you're okay. on it. Cool. You're on it. Cool. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Um, <laughs> Sad that I know <laughs> um, So, but we got to think in terms of purpose. We have to think in purpose, terms of okay. what Matthew 6, 33 is. And I'm talking, to, we're talking to church people. So kingdom yes. people, we don't exist to, to meet bills. We exist to meet his will. Say that again. We don't exist to meet bills. We exist to meet his I will. Love, I love that. I yeah. Love that. And the Bible says, Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, if we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, everything we need will be added to us. Mm. And, you know, I'm working on some things about purpose and hopefully a new book is coming out in the very near future. And one of the things that I think that when we can uncover and discover purpose and live from that, Mm. not, and again, I know it's common, but I'm saying purpose as in what is God's objective? Not what you were made to do, but what did God, mm. what does God want you to do? What has God placed inside of you that you don't even feel like you're capable? Mm. I want to suggest to you that David wasn't built to defeat Goliath. Come on. Like <laughs> you understand yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Uh, Jesus wasn't the one who was built, but naturally to be the king of Jews, mm. right? I mean, I can go on. Peter wasn't built to be, you know what I'm saying, uh, the leading apostle and disciple of Christ. There's so many people who have purpose that it don't look like what I'm right. made for. We look at purpose from a fleshly perspective. Oh, yes. what do you like? What yes. are you into? Yes. You know what I'm saying? What, um, you know what I'm saying? What makes you mad? You right. And we got a, we got a calculator, <laughs> you know? Right. Well, you're this. Right. And, and God doesn't work like that. The Bible says that God prepared us, prepared works beforehand so that we should walk mm-hmm. in him. 
You know, so God, when you got born again, God has already assigned certain works that he wants you to do that you may not even recognize right now that you are that you are made to do. This is why so many people don't recognize that God wants you to be fruitful. God wants you to be, I believe this, I believe that God wants all of his children to be so wealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> that it don't make no sense, right? Because that's how we were made in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, this may get deep and I may just, you know. No, I think you're on to something. <laughs> no. We're made in the spirit differently than we are in the natural. Right. And so if we try to put our natural functioning components on our spiritual assignment, we will always be inferior and never measure up to what God has for us. So what I'm saying is this, is that if we can get to figure out what God designed us for, like what God is putting, what work wow. is assigned to us, right. that God says it don't matter your credit score, doesn't matter your ethnicity, doesn't matter your gender, doesn't matter what side of the town you were born in, doesn't matter what city you live in, this eternal spiritual work that I have for you, once you discover this, then you will be able to overcome anything, you will be able to dominate, and you will be able to represent the kingdom of God, and every resource, every sustenance you need will be added to you. Wow. So I mean, you said a lot there, but let, let's drill down a little bit further. You talked about purpose. Yeah. Where do where do where does a person start? Like, how do I start? I get what you're saying. It yeah. needs to be purpose. Where do I start? Like, how do I, you know, you know, I used to draw shoes mm-hmm. back when I was a kid. Do, do I just pick on a talent that I had before? Like, sure. Where do I start? It's a great question. Number one, I think we have to start with everything in spirits with prayer. Mm-hmm. I think that it has to be revealed to us. Purpose is always a revelation that God gives us. Um, you think about when Jesus is encountering Peter um, in Matthew chapter 16, when mm-hmm. Jesus asks, well, who do people say that I am? Mm-hmm. Well, he says, well, you're Christ, the son of the living God. And he's like, great, Peter. And I tell you, thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I built my church. And so that came through revelation, yeah. through time with Jesus, through intimate time. And so I want to suggest that, listen, you know, you got to pray. You have to get in You have to get in the spirit, hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. And this is why we have prof- prophets. This is why we have mm. prophetic, you know, ministry. The Bible says Apostle Paul told Timothy, he said, listen, you know, that the gift that you have, it was laid on, it was declared upon you by the prophetic ministry. Yeah. He said what you have, it was prophesied. It wow. was imparted to wow. you. And so this is why we need the church. Yeah. Why we need the full functioning of the fivefold yeah. so that we can be able to discover and unlock and reveal to people. I know that you may be built as a construction worker, yeah. but this is what God is saying over your life, that wow. you're actually a scientist. Wow. You're a medical. There is a medical breakthrough that God has for you. But we won't know that if we if we remain in the natural. And that's where, and I'm excited about this because this, <laughs> I just feel the anointing of God. Um the enemy keeps us there because if we can stay in the natural, then he can limit us. Yeah. But if you can get into the supernatural realm, mm-hmm. if you can get into the spiritual dimension of what God has called you to do and move in that, then he won't be able to stop you. Mm-hmm. He won't be able to, to put setbacks over you and you'll be able to accelerate and go at the speed of your faith instead of the feet of how hard you work in your hustle. I love it. I, you said an interesting thing, the, the speed of your faith. Expound on that. What, 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 what position does faith play in your ability to work this thing out. I, I, you know, a person who uh, is a believer, shouldn't mm-hmm. we have that type of faith to help produce it more so than a non-believer? Yeah. Or is it the same type of faith? I mean, help Lord me out with God. that. This is beautiful because we're different, right? Mm-hmm. The Bible says that, you know, 1 Peter 2 and 9, that we are holy chosen generation, yeah. holy nation. You right. know, we're a peculiar people. Right. 
And so we're different than the world. And what makes us different is one that we have resources and we have capacity within us that the world does not have, number one. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, the Bible says is that we don't, um, the weapons of our warfare aren't carnal. Mm. They're mighty through God. So our weapons are tools for advancing the kingdom of God are not the same. It's not natural intellect. Okay. Although we need it and we celebrate it. Sure. We should get as much as we can. Sure. That's not the primary weapon. It's not your degree from uh, Columbia. It is not, you know, your... your (laughs) network that you've built up sustainably Mm -hmm. but it is the fact that god gives you his word and jesus says Mm -hmm. this is that if you have the faith of god you can say to this mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea right now watch this if you want it to move a mountain you can do that um i was reading watching this documentary and i was noticing that uh, i love ancient things and i was studying Egypt. yeah i love history and i noticed that in uh, to preserve some of the things that they have the the artifacts whatever that they actually had to move pyramids, not pyramids, but structures. I forget what they're called, mm-hmm. but these were massive things. So mm-hmm. they had to literally de- develop and build the technology and the construction people to be able to lift something, move it, and lower it. So I guess it wouldn't flood, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the point I'm trying to make to you, is that it took natural's man, natural man's technology to be able to move that. We can move mountains. We can destroy mountains. Right. We put some dynamite in it. Right. We can, we can right. maneuver it, right? Right. right? But Jesus says this. If you have the faith of God, okay. you can say to the mountain. He did say say. <laughs> <laughs> you can say to the mountain, be thou removed. So what I'm saying is, is that there is a difference between the, the, the human labor and hustle that we have mm-hmm. versus the, the, the speed of our faith. Mm-hmm. Faith says that I can say to this because it's God's words. And this is the thing. Faith is God's words. It's not just hope. It's not just trusting. It is, I have God's words on a thing, and I'm going to speak that, and I'm going to declare it as God, and that will give me 10 times better result, 10 times faster, 10 times more effective than the best human effort, wow. because I'm moving at the speed of faith and at the at the force of my faith. Wow. Man, this is good. I mean, I think, again, again, I think this is a, a critical time that believers yeah. should pull out that that gift that 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 entrepreneurial spirit and, and and really do those things that God has called them to be now do you think in the space of entrepreneurship uh you know it seems like that has always been separated right mm-hmm. from the church it, have we come to a day where we can actually bring that together or we still need to keep that separated do, do can we work and function? Yeah. Uh, do we have to be one person as an entrepreneur, another person as a church person, or is there a way that this all can come together? This is a beautiful question that you're asking because I think that when you look at biblically, right, mm-hmm. I think that we have to get back. You know, uh, Donna Lawrence had a wonderful record, Let's Go Back to Eden, yeah, yeah. Live on Top of yes, the World. Yes, I love that. And Man. you think about what, how Jesus moved how the world was created. I love Genesis. Mm-hmm. I always say this: before you get a revelation, you got to have a Genesis. <laughs> That's, true. That's true, right? All right. Gotta so we, <laughs> you got to start at the beginning. You got to yeah. understand the foundation, the purpose mm-hmm. of something. And you look at it, you'll see Adam was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. This is how God made him. Now, this was the perfect man. Adam was an entrepreneur. Cain and Abel, entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Noah entrepreneur yeah he himself had to build something yeah god gave him a technology (laughs) listen i want you to do something that's never been done introduce something to disrupt the entire system 
<laughs> right? To deliver people. That's right. entrepreneurial. Right. That's entrepreneurship, right? Um, Abraham, yeah. whom the whole foundation of our faith is connected to the root of. He was an entrepreneur. Yeah. So when we talk about separating entrepreneurship and the church, it was always meant to be one. Mm. Because what it is, it's not about necessarily you have your own building, but I want to, I mean, your own business. Right. But what it is, it's about being fruitful and being able to release the glory of God and the mind of God in any situation. But you can be an entrepreneur in your nine to five job Mm -hmm. because you are still creating fruit. Mm-hmm. Right. You're still operating and releasing God's mind. Mm-hmm. That's what it's really about. And being able to distribute that. Now, you getting a job is is a, is a high value thing. Mm, Let's yeah, not act yeah, like, yeah. you know, people yeah. are like, oh, you got a job. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's dope. Because right. you're saying, listen, I have these set of skills. Right. If you want these set of skills, this is what's going to cost you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you are just as much an entrepreneur as a person who may say, well, I'm selling everything right. and I'm going to start my own business. That person is just as much an entrepreneur. But the thing is, it's not about the method or the modality as much as in what it is that I'm doing and releasing in that place. Okay. What part of God's mind am I releasing? What part of the kingdom of God am I manifesting? And that and the church always go together. They never. Listen, when Jesus started the church, he picked up Peter, entrepreneur, working on his dad's business, right? Peter, his brother, Andrew, entrepreneur. I mean, yeah. you got yeah, so that many was guys. always the pattern. Yeah. You know, and Apostle Paul. Also himself, yeah. an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know wow. what I'm saying? So this is something that is specific to the kingdom of God and is meant to go hand in hand. But the enemy robs us because he makes us feel like we are um, not, um, we are inadequate or that we are, it's a different part. Like it's slimy, it's yeah. greedy. But that's just so that he can keep the resources and the level of production of the church down. Because if he, he keeps us in fruitful, come on. Yeah, he that if, if we start producing yeah. fruit, if we start manifesting the kingdom of God, he knows that we won't, yeah. that he won't be able to, to produce fast enough. Wow. That's good. That's <laughs> very good. You said something earlier, and I, I want to kind of take you back there because you can't just say something <laughs> without helping us, right? Surely. You mentioned um, um, an employer, a nine-to-fiver, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I want you to go there, too, because how do I look at myself as not just this nine-to-fiver employee? How do I look at myself? You know, maybe I haven't started that business, but how do I look at myself as or having that entrepreneur spirit mm-hmm. in the workplace? What does that look like? How does that look? Or how do I how do I convince myself that I'm moving in an entrepreneur way? Absolutely. So I think we can look at the story of several key people. Um, mm-hmm. One, you can look at the story of Joseph in the ah, Bible. Joseph himself one. was yeah. an employee. I yeah. mean, all of his Basically, jobs were all that, yeah right? employees, right? He worked right. for he worked for his dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was a manager at his dad's job. You know, got yeah. kidnapped. <laughs> was a manager at Potiphar's place. Was a manager in the jail, mm-hmm. and was a manager over all of the world, essentially, mm-hmm. right? And I think when you recognize that what Joseph did was he was able to channel. You use two things. One, he had an anointing, but he also had massive wisdom. And his wisdom and his skill set was what allowed him to be able to uh, to to be to rise up above his brothers. Right. But it was his anointing that allowed him to deliver the whole world from global famine. Yeah. So you got to understand that your wisdom will help raise you up, but it's going to be the, the grace of God that's on your life that God wants you to release because the Pharaoh, the Potiphar, or the parent are going to have, those are all peace, um, <laughs> are all going to have problems right. that they need a spiritual solution for in God's voice. Joseph gave God's voice to every place he was in. He gave it to his dad. Yep. He gave it in the prison. And he also gave it with Potiphar. Mm-hmm. And that is our job to release God's voice and to give God solution. So you can't just look, I'm just here so I get yeah. paid. Yeah. You know, you get like, okay, God, if I'm here because you want me here, 
then you have a you want to deliver your voice so that this place can reflect God's goodness. Now notice this, and I don't mean to to, to you know to go on, but this is you know my yeah, my, no, my, my will spot. Um, Egypt was still Egypt. Mm-hmm. Egypt was still corrupt. Mm-hmm. Egypt was still the hotbed of paganism, and you know still the hotbed of um the produce the purveyor of the poly uh, polytheistic uh, approach and presentation of of false gods, and but yet. It was God's man in Egypt that was in the world but not of the world that allowed them to be able to, you know, have a level of sustenance or whatever that allowed, you know, that that could um, save the world and bless the world. And so this doesn't mean that, you know, it was Christianized. Mm -hmm. Egypt did not come under the covenant, you know, but it was influenced by people who were a person who was in the world but not of the world who was able to bring deliverance, not just for God's people, but for the whole world. I love, I love how you use Joseph because I think that's a good example for, again, for non, from the, from the employee looking at their job or what their role or where they may be planted in this position as an entrepreneur. And what I'm hearing, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm hearing entrepreneurs or that spirit of entrepreneur, it's about solving problems Mm -hmm. or being a solution. Absolutely. And when you do track the life of Joseph, you do you you track in every scenario that he's in. He's looking to solve a problem, absolutely. Uh, bring a solution, uh, uh, restore something. He's doing something that's answering a problem. And it seems like God is always playing, like you said, He plants it. Whether it's mm-hmm. uh, Daniel, right? Mm-hmm. Whether Daniel's thrown somewhere, He's coming to whomever He's got to come to, and He's bringing a solution. He's solving a problem. Yeah. He's able to fix something and i think that's where entrepreneur spirit is whether you actually have that llc mm-hmm. the corporation or not <laughs> whatever you're doing you should be looking to solve a problem beyond just coming in and doing yeah. the job doing the work you're actually looking to, to to do your work and do it well and that's a reflection of the kingdom come on because now people recognize you're okay yeah you may be working because i believe god does have to plant us in different places Surely. there's a, you know as we talk about the seven you know, you can the talk mountains. about the mountains mm-hmm. and so forth. There may be per, a person who is sown into government. There may yeah. be a person that is sown into entertainment, whatever the case may be. And I say sown, meaning they may have to work in that place. But in there, they're reflecting with their work. They're bringing solutions. Yes, they're solving problems. They're making this place better. That's right. And that is, the I believe, is an, an adoption of an entrepreneur because entrepreneurs, that's by nature what Come an on. entrepreneur does. Come they on. create something. There's a problem. There's a need. There's something uh, off in, in, in the system that we're bringing to the market on, to brother. solve a problem. Yes, sir. I think this is awesome, man. So, can I, can I, can yeah, I, go ahead. I got to carry because, you, you know, you make me want to preach here. <laughs> And I'm not going to preach. I'm not going to come in America. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't come to preach to you tonight. When I look at these contestants. But anyways. Um, <laughs> now, God himself mm-hmm. is that. All right. Entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Again, now we got to understand. I, I got to really say that. Because the difference between kingdom entrepreneurship, which is different. Yeah. I got to. I got to. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Because kingdom entrepreneurship is not about. The same thing about making money. Those are the basics. Right. You can learn it, that. It's not about us standing in front of the shark tanks, right? Exactly. Coming up with an idea Mm-mm. and hoping that they like it. <laughs> yeah, it's not about that. That's that's you know that's a part of it. But the point that we're trying to do is that we are trying to 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 in a sense plant the heavens. Yeah. We are. Jesus says, yeah. "Pray this prayer: Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven." It is our responsibility. 
to plant the heavens in our job, in our workplaces. This is what we're here to do, to bring God's ideas, God's solution, and the spirit and wisdom of God. This goes beyond, again, degrees. This goes beyond your education. This goes beyond IQ. Now, here is the principle. Now, here is our model. We can go again. Before you get a revelation, you need to have a genesis. I love it. <laughs> you can look at the beginning. This is in the first three verses of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, yes. and the earth was without form and void. And darkness covered the face of the deep. But the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the water. And God said, let there be light. Now, I, I have to say this again. Let me calm down. <laughs> Because I get I get hyped, man. God himself recognized the problem in the earth. Yeah. Right? Yep. God himself recognized that what he created was not functioning at the way that it should, mm. that he designed it. So what does he do? He comes and he brings his entrepreneurial mindset to release the mind of God, the will of God, the light of heaven. The first thing he does, I bro, <laughs> you should pay they should charge me for this today. <laughs> First thing he does is he says, let there be light. Now, this isn't the sunlight because he makes the sunlight on the fourth day. Okay. What he brings is he brings a revelation. <laughs> he brings a revelation of his glory and his goodness. The earth was covered with darkness, was the absence of God, the absence of God's mind, the absence of the glory of God. So the first thing that he does is he first says, I have to flood my creation with revelation of the goodness of God, the glory of God, and the power of God. And when you go on that job, glory to God, God is saying that your job and your responsibility is to say, let there be light. It's to bring the revelation of God's goodness. So no matter what you're doing, you could have your own bakery or you could be the baker in the cafeteria. It doesn't matter. But your job is to release the light of heaven, the glory of God's goodness, so that that place can then begin to function and flourish. Because you can't do nothing without the light of God. Wow. That's deep. That's good. That's good. I think this is good for those of uh, us that are listening today. I think we, you know, again, we, 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 we don't put these in the same conversation. But I think we're, we're experiencing that more and more. And more, especially in this day and time where, you know, we can't hide ourselves yeah. from where we used to be. Like we were talking about on the last time, you know, we're, we're everywhere, right? We're on the Internet. Yeah. We're shown. We're, we're on social media. So our lives can't be hidden. We, we've got to reflect the, the light of God right. in all that we do. And why not do that from a perspective of bringing a solution to, to the whatever area God has done, uh, called you to? And being that light and that influence mm -hmm. in the sphere that God has called you Come to be. On, man marketplace influencers yes, i think god is really releasing that i really do i believe yeah. he's really releasing it I, I know the world has adopted those these terminologies and different things like that but i think this is truly a time of really releasing the influence yeah the kingdom influence in areas and it's not about preaching a message mm -mm. where you're going <laughs> it's about reflecting god's glory mm -hmm. in your business how you conduct business how you handle business yeah. how you steward yeah. different things I think there is a reflection of that happening in the earth right now. Absolutely. And I think there's, you know, we talk, we, as church people, we always yeah. talk about revival yeah. and breakout. Could it be a revival that could be breaking out? A part of the revival mm. is entrepreneurs and, and, and um, amount of people that can really go out here and solve problems and not just sit back waiting for something else or some other entity to, to dictate what the solution is. Being in position. Yeah. Saying you've got something that we need. Mm -hmm. Let's tap into your marketing resources. we got to solve a problem here. Let's yeah. tap, tap into your resources. Something about it. We don't know yeah. what it is, but something about the way your business functions. We need to solve a problem. Yeah. You know, whatever that may be. You know, obviously, COVID 
presented an, a, an issue. And the whole world has, the whole world, literally, <laughs> yeah. scrambling for someone to solve yeah. a problem. These are the type of thing that kingdom people were designed on, for man. and called for. What's your thoughts on that? Brother, <laughs> I really wish we had uh, like four hours on this. Because this is what a part of my ministry is really based on trying to help people receive and understand. Number one, I think that this is that time. I confirm and I affirm everything you just said. This is the time. Again, this is the age of influence. It's the mm. time for the church to stand up and to begin to demonstrate and to preach the gospel. Uh, again, Matthew twenty four fourteen, Jesus says, you know, that this gospel, the kingdom must be preached into all the world and then the end will come. And preaching the gospel is not just saying it. It's not just saying it all the time, right? You no, know, it's, it's, you have to demonstrate it. The Bible says Jesus went and he taught about the kingdom, preached the kingdom, and healing and deliverance happened everywhere he preached. You'll notice that whenever Jesus is preaching, you'll see healing and deliverance, casting wow. out devils, right it's every, because it goes together. Yes. And this, this is a biblical pattern. Now, now, here's the point, is that you talked about revival. We have mistaken revival as you mentioned, to just to be like long services, you know. <laughs> right, a couple we, of days. Yeah, you know, months, <laughs> like, you know, in revival, brother. You know, God is moving. And God bless all that. But mm. revival is not a service. Revival is built. Mm. Now, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to try my best not to get lost because this is very near and dear to my heart. Okay. I was doing a teaching called The Reset, and it was about Noah. Mm. And what people don't realize about Noah is this is so appropriate to where we are right now is that noah represents the people of god in the sense we are preachers now watch this mm. who who have to shift from preaching to building what you've been preaching about i love it i love it <laughs> yeah you're right you understand you're what i'm right. saying the bible says noah was a preacher of righteousness but then he had to make a shift where god says okay noah you got to stop preaching and now I need you to build a structure. A come on. Come on. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, that's sir. Powerful. And that's this powerful. is where we are right now. Right. We've, been come on, We've been talking about We've been talking about your kingdom and, come on. and this, that, and the other. Come on. And building this, that, and the other. Yeah. But we now yeah. our turn. Now do it. Now do the it. The action. Come on. Put it to, to put it. Come on. Put what I told you into action. Hallelujah. Put the instructions that I've laid that's down. Right. God has given so many people dreams. Mm -hmm. He's inspired. I mean, he keeps reminding you. You keep bumping your head over yeah. and over again. Yes, sir. And you know you're supposed Come to do on. it. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time to do it, to be like Noah. Yeah. I think that's Build. a perfect example. Build it. Again, I, you know, I just recently, re recently was talking about Noah um, um, in one of my um, podcasts. And I was just talking about it. I mean, he looked stupid. Stupid, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Right, building something mm -hmm. that didn't make sense. Yeah. So some of us have to come out of our being comfortable around others. Yeah. Who we're trying to wait for their approval, wait for them to to, to give us the, the go ahead. Mm -hmm. Maybe we we kind of test and see. You think this is a good business yeah. idea? It may not be a good business idea for them, come right? On. It may not make sense to them. That's they right. may not understand it. They weren't meant to yeah. understand it. Yeah. You know what you were inspired on, by man. God to do. This is the time, I believe. Yeah, you're right on the head. To put it out there and do it. Do it. And build just it. build it. Come on. You might look Come stupid. On. You might look like it don't make sense. Yeah. It may be out of, you know, me and you talked about this. It may even be out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You might be an introvert, right? Yeah. You might be a person that may not be a person that likes to talk on camera. Yeah. But you know yeah. this is what you're supposed, what to, you're do. supposed to do. It may be uncomfortable. Yeah. But if you get out and speak, God has already told you he's going to back Come you on, up. Man. 
go out there and do it. That's right. Do what he told you to do. Noah's building the future. And this is the thing. Like, <laughs> you, you're building the future. Like, he was building something for a day that wasn't yet. That wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is what we have to be aware of. And this is why, again, kingdom entrepreneurship <sighs> is so different. Uh, yeah. Because this is like the proverbial question. Because you're anticipating Hen- needs at times, Absolutely. Too. Henry Ford said, you probably know this this mm-hmm. uh, quip, if I asked them, you know, what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Instead yep. of giving them actual a vehicle that can actually, okay, I'm going to give you a hundred horses yep. instead that, of faster that horses. That had to come from somebody who saw the future. Come on, that's right. But if you're relying on people, yeah, you're, you're right. Gonna you're going to build that. faster horses. Come on, that's right. <laughs> and this is what God has given us the privilege to do. And this is why the, the, the power of the Holy Ghost is so important. Jesus said the Holy Ghost is going to lead you and guide you into all things, all lead things. you to all truth. Yep. He says everything that is mine, is going, he's going to reveal it to you. Mm. So what we're doing is we are literally building the future. Now, I got to say this, too, is that Noah, again, Noah wasn't, this was out of his skill set. Yeah. We got to understand, yeah. Noah's a preacher, first of all. <laughs> Before he was a preacher, he was probably like everybody else in his time, an agriculturalist, mm. right? He worked on the land. His name meant Noah was he who would give us rest from the land for which the God had cursed, right? This is Genesis 5. So his name didn't even His name that. didn't match to what God had him do. Because sometimes, again, remember I talked about the works that God has prepared mm. before you that you won't know. Because uh, you, what he's prepared, for, prepared you for doesn't even exist. You don't even you don't have a model for it. <laughs> but you got to get in the spirit because yeah. he said, God told him, Noah, this is your purpose. Yeah. This is what I have you to do. Now watch this. Uh, skip the flood. Uh-huh. Get beyond the flood. When you do what purpose is, it will give you the freedom to do what you were, what you feel best at. Mm. Notice this: when the flood was ended, Noah went right back <laughs> to planting vines, <laughs> what he was and then knowing what he was comfortable with, <laughs> and he was great at it. He built the best winery that everybody had. He was he was so good he got high off of wow. his own supply. And I'm telling you this because we got to understand this: that God doesn't. He recognizes that you may well. Well, I'm good at cooking food, I but God, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they said, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, God said, wait a minute. I know you can cook some chicken. <laughs> I know you can do that the best. But what I need you to do though is I need you to build this boat. Yeah, God, but they don't have nothing to do with grease and, and you know and the fowl. He said, build this boat. Yeah. I want you to do something that I'm going to show you to do. That I'm going to anoint you to do. I'm going to give you the capacity and the grace to do it, wow. but it's going to create the pathway for you to do what you were doing even better wow. if you can obey God. And this is what people got to know, that if so you good. obey God, you're not going to give up what your heart is. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord, right. and he will give you the desires of your heart. Wow. And I'm telling you, family, you, we got we to gotta have this mind of Noah because the world needs it. God needs it. And I'm telling you, there, there's going to be, you know, it's going to be time to drink the wine soon enough. I love Just it. Just get on the boat. <laughs> I love it. I, I love what you're going in in, in 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 that aspect. I think right now, as you were talking, I just, you know, I'm, I'm going to sound like one of these TV evangelists. <laughs> I, I'm just going to go here. Go there. I really, I sense like somebody out there that is not comfortable writing, mm-hmm. for example. maybe that. Let's just use that example. You're not comfortable writing, right? Yeah. And and But you know you're supposed to write. You know you're supposed to put a book out. And it has nothing to do with your skill set. You know, you might be an engineer. Come you might on. be... Whatever, but there is something that you're supposed to write. Yes, sir. Because it's necessary. Kind of going back to Noah. Obviously, it won't be on the magnitude of an ark being built, but it's something that's trans. It that book will transform so many different things. It could be anything, but I really feel pressed if somebody. It may be that simple thing. Write a book or put something that you can publish, author, create, that you could put into. 
uh, into the earth yeah. that's totally different. Yes, sir. Now you're going, like you said, after it's all done, <laughs> you go back to engineering. You continue to engineer. Whatever you continue to do, you continue to be that nurse, continue to be whatever you're doing. Yeah. But there's something tapped into that that's going to expose you. You might be a makeup artist. You Ooh. might be this. I don't know what it is yeah, that you prophesy, do. brother. But complementing that with producing a book mm -hmm. that talks about kingdom, producing a book that talks about healing, producing a book about seeing what you see, what God has shown you, the insight yeah. he has shown you, writing a book about that, yeah. whatever it may be, will transform so many lives. Mm -hmm. What you're writing for may not make sense today, but it mm -hmm. may make sense five years from Come now. On. Going back to your book, right? You mm -hmm. wrote a book. Ten years ago. Yeah. I mean, ten years. I didn't realize it was ten years ago. <laughs> but could it be that yeah. that book is necessary? For now. For now. It was necessary then. Yeah. But could it even be Come more on. powerful yeah. and, and potent right now? Absolutely. And you thought you were writing it for today <laughs> or because God told you to write and you were just writing that day. But it could be for a mm. day such as this. Opening up so many people's My eyes God. and revelation about it. What you think, man? I think, first of all, you're in the spirit, and I affirm everything <laughs> that you're saying. Uh, the anointing is definitely on this broadcast right now. I feel it, and I sense it, and I hate to take it there right now. But, but whoever that person you were talking to, that's a thousand percent right. So I want to affirm that, first of all. I yeah. want to basically come alongside you and, and just agree and just, um, you know, uh, come alongside with you in that confirmation. And pertaining to my book, absolutely. I mean, about two, two weeks ago, um, the Lord gave me three words, distribute, distribute, distribute. Mm. And it was pertaining to my book and to that whole concept. And I'm kind of retooling everything to 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 push this concept yeah. out. Yeah. You know, um, not because I'm trying to, I'm trying to sell my book. <laughs> 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 Let me not be like, I don't want to lie. But beyond selling books, because this is, this is the message for the time. Yeah. And this is what, you know, God would have us do. And. You know, this was my arc. Yeah. You know, and now it's time to get on the boat and to get people up. So, yeah, so I agree with you. And yeah. you're in the spirit, so I know that this is I mean, this legit. throughout the Bible. There's so many things that were not necessarily for the day that it was written. Yeah. You know, obviously, all, you know, the, the, the prophets, the books that we read, there were books that were written for Absolutely. times and days that they weren't. And that's just in our nature. Yeah. And so we might as well get used to it, writing stuff that seems strange. Yeah. Not so much. Let me think it back. It's not all about writing. But doing stuff that may seem strange to you may not make sense, yeah. may not make common sense. I Hallelujah. know some of, some of us get caught up on, this doesn't make common sense. Mm -hmm. It's not common sense, right? I shouldn't be doing that. I should be doing this, that, and the other because this is my skill set. But just doing that thing yeah. that's been inspired by God to yeah. do, I think there's so much going to be tied to it, so much blessing. Hallelujah. I'll speak it to myself. Well, man. listen, you're prophesying that. that. Do, right? <laughs> That we need to put into fruition. So, man, this is mm. an on-time conversation. Praise man. the Lord. I think kingdom and um, entrepreneurship is needed. It, it's coming together more than ever now. And I think we really need to do this thing. Praise so, God. So, any final thoughts on, on that? Or, the Lord is good, out? man. The Lord is good. I just, man, I just pray that we all are able to really walk in um, a level of like you said, it's just obedience and to do the yeah, will of God. The yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and and we have to produce. Like if we don't recognize the sign of the times, yeah. You know, we've always said this in church that we're living in the last and evil days. Yeah. But I mean I'm telling you, like if you didn't recognize it before, you know, twenty twenty one hit or twenty twenty hit, like yeah. we're definitely, you know, um moving closer to that moment and so this means that the church has to be about her business. Yeah. And we got to get on it. And God needs people, man. We're trying to raise up. One of the things I'm trying to do with my ministry is God has called me to to help raise up 10,000 millionaires. Not for the purpose yeah. of just saying we're trying to ball. Right. 
but because when you talk about this kingdom production, flex, nah, right? not even close. <laughs> Because it's we got to be able to do stuff. Necessary. We got to be able to get you off the system. We right. got to be able to help inspire, to be able to pour into people. Right. Again, there's so much that, that we have to build revival. It's not something right. that's just going to come by a quickening right. and a shout. We have to structure it. Yeah. I have to say this, that when God establishes covenant with Israel, right. they had to, they gave them the word. But then they had to go to a place to build it and to dig deep yep. so that that promise could be lasting for generations. That's revival. It's where you can build stuff and to be able to establish a system where the promises of God are based on. And this is what we got to do. And this is why we have to raise up entrepreneurs, kingdom entrepreneurs, whether you have a traditional job or non-traditional job. We have to raise them up so that we can be able to do that thing. This is now. It's needed. We need it for our children. We need it for our kids, kids. Yeah. And, um, you know, we have to put up this defense because uh there's going to be a glory and a grace and i just sense this even right now that god is going to be releasing now again i'm not a this is an anointing i don't even care i'm not going to apologize (laughs) for the anointing of god um not to you but just i was gonna say i'm not a money guy but i don't care like god is trying to release a massive wealth anointing and not just because we're trying to i'm telling you right now there's people listening to me right now Mm -hmm. that people are going to say you you know you're crazy you you know nobody in our family has ever been a multi millionaire you can't do it who do you think you are i'm telling you under the sound of my voice you write this date down you watch this god is going to bless you god is going to anoint you put his hand on your life and he is going to cause you to flourish and to prosper even in the midst of persecution in the midst of hating so that you can be a kingdom light this is what we're talking about because you are going to be able to impart to be able to impart to orphanages to be able to sow into churches to be able to sow into young men and women to be able to plant and to build the future we have to have people that can that can sponsor yes. and that can finance the future finance the i'm kingdom. saying like right. if i see if i got some young people who i know are great why am i gonna let the devil finance them <laughs> i'm gonna finance you yep. you know what i'm saying yep. coming to my camp so anyway so this is what god is releasing right on this right. season and you gotta you gotta receive this because this is not a game it's not a hustle this is not a gimmick this is what god is trying to do and this is what the church is being unleashed and untethered to do wow hallelujah I love it man i love it i love it yeah, well, so I, I think this is definitely an on-time message. I think, you know, we were talking a little bit over, and, I, and again, I'm not afraid to say, share this. You know, there's some people who are have anxiety and worry about, you know, is my job going to be there because of, you know, do I have to take this t- particular yeah. thing or, or that particular thing? Um, they're mandating, they're pushing sure. so much pressure and this type of thing. All these type of things are tied to a system, you know what I mean, that you know, that they can pull from. And, I, you know, we're here in Brooklyn, so I guess I can say that there's a basketball player that makes a lot of money that really is in a position, let's just be yeah. honest, to decide if he wants to continue to, to, right. to, to do what they say. And then he's also, I'm just going to use this as an example, he's also put in enough work and talent enough where the other side has to consider, you know, do we want to work with him? Yeah. Do we want to make things? That's the way we are when we become powerful in our entrepreneurship yes, whether it's for our employer or whatever we when we're doing such a, a great work mm-hmm. we put ourselves in a position where we may have to take that stand we yeah. may have to come it may come to a day i'm not saying that we're in a day right now but it may come to a day where you have to make a stand yeah. that something conflicts you yeah. that you want to make a decision but if you're not in a position of entrepreneurship or doing your thing you're not really tied to being able to make those sometimes you're not able to make some some decisions that other people can because they have yeah. that particular that's good they have that particular weight on you, yeah right they have that particular uh 
they can pull the they can <laughs> pull the switch. Yeah, absolutely. Right, per se. And so I think that's another reason, and I think that's an eye opener reason. Not not so much for that, but it's just some something that came up to just say, wow, if you're in a position, you can make a whole lot more decisions. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> than when you're not in that type of position. Absolutely. And I think we're coming to a day where people, if we're open to it. We have to be open to it because, like you said, God has given it to us. Mm-hmm. He's given us the, the ability to do it. He's, it's in us. Yeah. He's a creator. Everything he's mm-hmm. done, he's created. But if we have a closed mind to it and we have limited thinking and limited beliefs, yeah. we're never going to be open to it. Yeah. The moment we begin to open up and we begin to receive it, then God can begin to let those instructions Absolutely. flow in us and we can begin to walk them out. I'm so excited mm. about this conversation. I think it's on time. As we close out, again, I usually do something fun. And you, we did it the last time on our conversation. We do something fun. But this time, I want you to pray, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Absolutely. Pray for people who are entrepreneurs, people who want to be entrepreneurs, however it is, wherever God leads you concerning kingdom entrepreneurship. Sure. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you, first of all, thanking you that you are our source. You are the source. That we have all things from you. You are In you, we live, move, and we have our being. And I just want to thank you, first of all, for every man, every woman that is watching this right now, every person that is having that that baby begin yes. to leap inside of their spirit, <clears throat> every person who's, yeah, 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 who's beginning to have the light, the dawn of the light of the revelation of destiny, of kingdom purpose beginning to shine on them right now. Father, I pray right now that you would begin to just release right now just angels to deliver solutions, angels to deliver insight, angels to deliver downloads and packets of heaven. Yes, Lord, for a seed. Thank you, Jesus. Seed for us to plant into our communities, seeds for us to plant into our jobs, in our families. Glory to God. Lord, I pray that you would release massive wisdom over us. I pray that you would give us a spirit of innovation, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would allow us to be able to think according to you. Your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Father, we ask that we can walk in that. You said that we have, you've given us the mind of Christ. And so we walk in this and we ascertain this and possess this by faith. Right now, Lord, we pray that you would begin to bind up doubt, that you would begin to bind up fear. Even that fear right now that's probably beginning to well up in the heart or even the stomach of that person who's getting intrepid even right now thinking about doing what you've called them to do. Father, we pray that you would just bind and rebuke that fear in the name of Jesus. We pray that the Holy Ghost would release the love of God and begin to overshadow it. That fear, that perfect love would cast out all manner of fear. And Father, we thank you right now for expedited vision. We thank you right now that you're making right in business plans simple, God. We thank you right now that you are beginning to orchestrate and beginning to move people and contacts and networks and and, and, um, uh, hookups and deals and contracts in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you're expanding our minds to just get beyond thinking clothes and and, and, and (laughs) t-shirts and and, and food, but you're making us think... uh, 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 glory to God, natural resources, sciences, medical breakthroughs yes. in the name of Jesus, even physics, glory yes. to God. We pray that you would release an anointing on the science and the minds of those who would have scientific breakthroughs and medical breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. So we just give you praise right now. We thank you that you're raising up a generation, a new people, a new breed, hallelujah, a new era of believers who are not afraid or ashamed to walk in everything you've called us to be entrepreneurship and kingdom, honor and glory and integrity. And we call this so in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Man, Pastor, I appreciate this conversation, (laughs) man. I think it's necessary. Really do appreciate it. It's a pleasure, man. Powerful. I think the timing is (laughs) so right. 
And so I hope you guys receive something from um, what was shared today. If nothing else, you can, you know, get before the Lord and just ask him, sit in his presence and and just let the Lord just download uh, so much uh, for for what you should be doing. You know, you should be doing. We all know we should be doing it. And it's just a matter of just getting in his presence, uh, especially now and letting him share with you um, how he wants to maneuver you in entrepreneurship. So um, until the next time, this is Sherrod and this is behind the grind.